Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. We thank you so much for joining us again on another episode. Um, for all those who are continually uh, coming back for each episode, we thank you so much uh, for taking the time out to listen to us as we try to decree and declare what the Father has uh, placed on us to give to you. And once again, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Derek Anderson Jr. How are you doing today, Derek? And I'm great. Uh, glad to be back on the podcast sharing truth. Yeah, I know it's uh, been a while since the last one. I don't know. It seems like something's always giving us the runaround. But <laughs> but uh, we just so happy for another opportunity. we here today. <laughs> yeah, we just thankful for another opportunity. Um, and, you know, in times like this and what's going on in the world right now, I mean, it's an amazing time to be able to come together and uh, just speak about what's going on in the world to encourage the believers and for those who actually want to get into the truth and hear the truth to be able to uh, give a word to them and speak to them. Um, Because in the times we're in right now, um, you know, people might be seeking answers. People might be getting to the point where they see that it's um, useless to depend on the world's government um it's useless to you know store your treasures up in things um uh, that are physical and it's more important to store up treasures and things that cannot be seen uh, you know in the spiritual realm uh the things that are provided by the kingdom and elohim um but i'm gonna go ahead and let you respond to that before i get off <laughs> i mean yeah you're totally right this is a time that really reveals the heart of people, showing, you know, what is it that people hold dear? Because this is a time where, you know, people are losing everything, you know, uh, people losing their businesses, losing, um, you know, the ability to visit others. So this is a time where we're, you know, very secluded and don't have much interaction with others. But it also gives us time because many of us are, are working from home. I know everyone is not. But, you know, to spend more time in the word, time in the presence. Um, so it, I say it reveals the heart because you see where people stand, especially with I'm a, I don't want to get too deep into it because I know I can. I know we'll probably get into it. You know, we're uh, talking about the coronavirus that's going on now for those that are listening later. Um, but, yeah, it's just a lot is being revealed because people have to take the time out in order to hear from heaven and what heaven is saying right now, what is, you know, Elohim saying right now, because there's so much going on, not just in our country, but in, in, in countries across the world. So, and many people are looking to, you know, want to reopen businesses and get back out there, but it is at the cost of workers at the cost of their own life. So it's really showing where people put their trust. You're definitely right, man. Um, it is showing the true um, nature um, of people and what they hold true and what they hold dear. Because, like you said, this is a, is a great opportunity to be seeking our truth, to hear the word, to meditate on the word, and things of that nature. Um, and you know, a lot of people are losing their businesses. And like I was saying before, um, it shows people that you really can't trust and depend on. Um, man's government and man's way of doing things. It, it reminds me in the scripture when the scripture was talking about the people were depending on Egypt's army because they thought it was so strong, they thought it was so powerful that it couldn't fail. You know, 
it was going to protect them, reminds you of what they think of America today. You know, I've heard preachers say that, um, you know, I'm proud to be American because, you know, if America gets into a situation, it's going to get straightened out and stuff like that. You know how they try to glorify America because of its strong arm and all the money that they put into their military and things like that. You know, all that stuff is just, it reminds you of the revelations where it says that the enemy is going to come and he's going to try to get together all the people of the world and um, all the powers to come together and go fight against Yeshua and the believers and um, during the end times, during the millennial reign, after the uh, uh, the old serpent is let out from the bottomless pit, um, that the Lord is just going to rain down fire from heaven and just wipe them all out and stuff like that. And it just really lets you know that when Elohim puts his hand in the summer, he does something that, you know, it doesn't, you know, he's going to show you who made all this, you know. It doesn't matter, you know, how strong you think you are, how much money you can put into your stuff. It doesn't matter um, because he's Lord, ruler over all, you know, he's the owner of all this. And we're just people who, you know, just have stewardship over it. You know, we're just born into this. So, you know, during this time, I hope people are, you know, coming back and evaluating things. I hope some people just don't get so upset, but just can sit back and be like, wow, like, Look how just in an instant all this can be, you know, uh, taken away from me or all of it can just disappear. Um, I need to be able to sit back and, and grasp and understand that it's not all about this. It's not all about this physical and what, what I can attain. I need to go and search out, you know, my true purpose and my um, true reason for being here. And what exactly it is that I need to do it because the world just teach you to just accumulate a lot of things and die. You know, just just be as rich as you can, you know, um, look good as much as you can. You have the prettiest woman on your own, travel to all the nicest places in the world. And, you know, that's just how you live your life. But times like this should let you see that it's not all about that, because if it was when you lose it all, people will go crazy. You know, people don't know what they'll do. They'll be panicking. They'll be anxious. And that's what you see so much. Um now in a time like this some people really are panicking and you know scared don't know what to do and, and you know in my mind I'm like man it's only been like a truly a month and a half you know <laughs> imagine if something was going on that truly was in America for like you know half a year a year you know things like that imagine if there was actual war on American soil you know people would just you know lose their minds so um that was kind of a long rant but yeah, you're definitely right. Um, this is a time where people need to be able to self-evaluate and see things um, for what they really are. Right. And I mean, like you said, you said a mouthful. <laughs> and that's a lot I could go into because I, I know you say it remind you of, um, what is it called, the Book of Hazan or Revelation. Um, and, uh, one thing that reminds me of is in the Book of uh, Marcus or Mark, Chapter 10, you know, you had the rich. Uh, the young rich, uh, what was it, the young rich boy? Um, or I should say man. But anyways, where Yeshua told him to sell all his possessions, and he didn't do it because he had many possessions. Uh, but Yeshua was actually, if you look in there, Yeshua uh, was actually about to make this man a disciple because he told him, then come follow me. 
Uh, and that was the same thing. If you read on in the early chapters of the um, the Gospels, you'll see that's the same thing that he told the disciples. But this young man, because of his possessions, he decided not to do it. And it's the same thing uh, with America. Like a lot of people, they like I said, you see in their hearts being revealed, they rather follow, you know, uh, wealth. They'll rather have that than actually have um, a life in the kingdom. Because one thing about it is that, you know, the kingdom provides everything you need. But what people are focused on is what America was all about, which was producing a great economy. And, you know, Octave and I are, are neither. Well, I speak for myself. I, <laughs> I ain't going to speak for him. But I'm neither Democrat nor Republican nor, nor any of that. You Sorry. can call me. Uh, <laughs> so you, you can call us independents because the only kingdom that we're pushing or promoting is the kingdom of, of Elohim, which is a reflection of the, uh, which is, you know, the kingdom that's in us. And it, we are to be a reflection of the kingdom of heaven. So that's the only one that we're promoting. We're promoting the kingdom. And this government here, you see now that it was not really designed to protect the people, because if it was, then everything would be shut down. But you still have people uh, getting or I should say contracting COVID-19 and they're dying from it. So if they were more concerned about the people, then there would have been more things put in place to protect people. But there weren't. And there, and let me let me say this: that there there has not been, um, you know, with the the social distancing that they put in place and all of that. But my thing is, is that it's more concerned over the economy. You know, the stock market was the biggest thing that I believe our president first talked about. So you'll see that this, and you know, you look in the beginning. We we get back to I know we talked about Black history before, but you know, when the Europeans came over here, they came over here for cheap. Um, and some free labor. They used African uh, prisoners of war, what many call slaves, they used them in order to make money. So it's the same thing. You know, in order to understand something, you have to go back to the origin of, you have to go back to the original beginning, the intent. And that's the same way with Elohim. Like, um, that's why we need to know his precepts, because a lot of people out here teaching a doctrine that was derived from Catholicism. So you have to go back to the original, and that's why we always speak, you know, even when I was saying the, um, as many called them the books of the Bible, or it's really the uh, names of the, the original names of the uh, scriptures, I was using that because that's the original, that's the, you know, Hebrew is the original language, and we have to use that to understand the Father's intent and where he came from. Um, there, there's a lot that has been covered up, and... I don't really want to jump from point to point, but I did want to address something else you said. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Um, the other thing was when Octavian talked about, um, you know, following money. Uh, like the the young man in scripture, you know, he was more concerned about his wealth. And Octavian said that he was like, you know, this world teaches you. Uh, um, that's what you should do. Just chase money, chase money. And I actually remember me and Octavian before we were born again. We were sit, uh, in college together, and we were talking to people. Even we had this knowledge even before we were born again that the way to life was not money, because you know both of us looked at celebrities, looked at people who were rich. They got all this money. Why are they still miserable? And if I had this much sense when I wasn't born again, now that I am born again, have a 
you know, more knowledge of what is actually going on and illumination of who I am in the earth and how I'm supposed to operate. And I still understand that I'm not here to chase wealth, but wealth has been given to me. You know, Deuteronomy, I believe, is 8 and 18. He has given us the ability to obtain wealth. If I already have it as a kingdom economic system set forward for me, why should I be chasing it? Why should I look to follow this system that has been set up by the American government? What I'm looking to follow is the uh, path set forward by um, my king, by Elohim. Um, so it's a, we really have to give time to what it is that he wants us to follow. And it's easy to get distracted. That's why we just came out of unleavened bread. That was a time that we're supposed to get the, you know, get the leaven out, spend time in consecration and uh, really focus on getting I getting religion out, really. And looking at what we need to do for ourselves for the um, really as we go into Shavuot, because, you know, that's the time that the, the Holy Spirit w was given. And we have to let go of the things, you know, that we were taught by religion in, in order to grow. That's why, you know, many churches today are failing in the area of maturity. Um, but, yeah, that's all I got for right now. Yeah. In response to what you were saying, um. It's definitely true, you know, when you was talking about how um, you was commenting on what I had said about people and how the world teaches you. And we even knew back when we were before we were born again that money couldn't have been um, the route to happiness. And it's not. I mean, um, the route to happiness for man is uh, basically to be in your purpose, want uh, to be in connection and back established with the father. That's first and foremost, you know, if you're not connected to your source, you're not connected to the person who, you know, is the reason for your existence. You know, um, it's something you, you're got always going to feel like something missing. You're always going to feel like your life is purposeless or something's wrong. It's just like any other child who, you know, just just look at any um, son that doesn't have their uh, human father in their life. And just see how it affects them that something's missing, that they just, you know, it leads them to do all types of things that they usually wouldn't have done if they had their father figure in their life. A lot of them is uh, led to drugs, gang related activities and things like that. You know, it, it causes them to um, go down certain paths or behave certain ways without that father presence. And that's how we are without Elohim, with, with us being disconnected from him, not only um will be separated from him which was death and we took on these attributes of a, a fallen nature but also we just always have this feeling we're gonna always have this feeling about us that you know just something's lacking something's missing um and a lot of people try to fill these voids with you know um temporary things like i know um in the industry that i'm in a lot of people uh try to fill them with you know, games when they get sad, things like that. They try to fill them with temporary games, hanging around people and things like that. But you have to be able to, if you're at a place where you're by yourself alone, you still have, you know, happiness that you don't feel like that, you know, you're less than or incomplete and all this other stuff. You have to have that on the inside of you. And you get that by being um, reconnected to the father. But one thing that I also wanted to talk about was, Something that was just laid on me was just to talk about grace. And, you know, when I was um, growing up, they just do, you know, love, mercy, kindness, 
um, and, and, and grace, they just threw that all together and made it seem like it was kind of like, you know, the same thing. Like it, it was all the same thing. Like everybody received Elohim's love, mercy, grace, kindness, and things like that. But further studying, we realized that um, grace is something that only a particular people receive. The Hebrew word for um, grace, if I'm remembering this correctly, is spelled Chetnun. And Chet, if you look at it in Hebrew, is uh, its meaning is um, to protect or to fence off the picture that corresponds with Chet is a fence. And when you put a fence around something, it's to denote ownership of something or you're protecting something or ownership of something. And that's what uh, Chet means and Nun means life. So when um, you look at it in Hebrew, it means to protect, surround um to you know fence off to separate life and um only particular people get that with Elohim you know the scripture says I can't remember this Exodus or Deuteronomy but um it says that um when he was going to covenant with the Israelites he told them like yes I'm Lord of everything in this earth I'm Lord over you know the the birds the whole world of uh, all these people here in the earth, I'm owner over all these people. But for you, you will be my special people. You will be a, a royal nation, um, a holy nation, a royal priesthood. Um, he told them that I will be your Elohim and you will be my people. Th- those were those specific people who were in covenant with him, who he allowed, uh, who they allowed um, Elohim to be their shepherd and their Lord who followed his commandments and did the things, who walked in his ways, they received that special treatment that the a world didn't get because the world lived like the world and they didn't acknowledge Elohim in their lives. And I say all that to say this, that during times like this, born-again believers shouldn't be people who are stressing, you know, worry about where the next check is coming from, how the next bill is going to get paid, when is this, um, you know, quarantine going to end, is coronavirus going to do this to this or that to my family? If you're a person who prior before this, you were paying your tithes and first through walking and acknowledging Elohim in all your ways, you know, you're protected. He's he's your Lord. He's your owner. He, he, he has an obligation because he's in covenant with us. When we walk in his ways, he protects us. It's 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 in the covenant of him being our Elohim. So. You know, it, it shouldn't be no stress or, or or anxiousness among the believers in times like this. We should be the people who are walking around and everyone is looking at us different. Like, man, everybody's stressing, but them why? Like, everybody's sad, but them why? We should be the lights of the world that people look at and, you know, notice that there's something different about us and it, about us. And they come to us and they want to know what it is. That makes us the way that we are, you know, so um, that's why I gave that little uh, breakdown teaching on grace, because, you know, we should know that that's what we have. You know, we're unique and special from all the other people of the world who are living the way that they want to not paying the tithes and first fruit. So when trouble comes, they got to figure it out themselves. You know, a lot of people like to call on the Lord then. But I mean, I mean, Elohim's not dumb. You know, he he knows that you're calling him just because you need something. And then when all this is over with, 
you're going to go back to the way things were, you know. So we don't need to be like that. We need to be a unique people, a holy people. Correct. And what a lot of people try to do is take advantage of grace. I'm so glad Octavian said it. Um, that people try to basically play a game, try to say, you know, um, you know, Father, I'm going to follow you this time. I'm going to give my life up. I'm going to do what I need. Just get me out of this situation. You know, I need your help. You know, live a hellish lifestyle and then beg for mercy and try to play the grace card saying, you know, you covered by the blood just because, um, you know, you consider yourself to be born again and everything you do falls under his grace. Well, that's not how it works. And a lot of times, like, um, people say, well, things have worked out when I pray, even when I did this. Well, is that the father blessing you? Because, you know, uh, the old serpent Satan can bless you, too. And one thing that he really promotes and pushes and is I shouldn't say promotes and pushes, but uh, wants is uh, religion. And that's what a lot of times happen. There are religious spirits. Religious spirits will have you deceived and have you believe in that what you're doing is right. And we saw uh, that with Yeshua when the religious people, they you know, opposed him and wanted to basically kill him because he was teaching, you know, uh, good news of the kingdom. So grace isn't a crutch. Grace is a law. And as Octavian was saying, the way you activate that law is, you know, you become born again and you live a life of faith. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is that um, we have such I say it because we have such bad ambassadors that many people don't realize how to live um, a life of faith. Um, and we know that, you know, once you activate the the, the law of faith, it, it can enact the, the law of grace. But because faith is a lifestyle, that's what not many people don't understand. Everybody want to use their faith to get stuff. Everybody want to use their faith to get out of situations. But, you know, uh, I can't remember who said it. But they said when when trials and um, tribulations come, you know, that they can't they're excited about it because this gives me an opportunity to use and exercise my faith. So in opposition that we're facing in America, this is a perfect time for you to operate in the law of faith and um, to use the principles that you continuously practice. Like Octavian said, because, you know, you you return your first fruit, you return your tithes, you give free will offering, um, you'll receive everything you need you're protected even if everything your business all that go under if it's a vision the elohim give you you stick with it because it, it's got to manifest it's got to come to fruition because it's what he's giving you and nothing that elohim you know elohim finishes before he starts so you know when he formed us um he already knew what he was going to do so if, what you're receiving about yourself you know as you live um a life of a born again believer, your life was already uh, or your destiny was already predetermined. So that's something that we should always be thinking about. And, and that's what we have to do, because a lot of times we'll get in, you know, watching TV, talking to people and we'll miss these things um, about, I'll say, living an overcoming lifestyle because we're being influenced by things that, that are of the world. And that's why we should be called out of the world, because the kingdom that we're a part of. Now is totally different. It's opposite of the world. It, it, you know, people today talking about the universe, talking about, you know, pushing for um, this vaccine, pushing for that. And, and I'm not necessarily speaking of vaccines, but what I'm speaking against is that we rely so much on human knowledge that we don't 
have an understanding of the rights and, and um, privileges and provisions that have already been provided for us by our Heavenly Father. So if we're missing out on those, then we can't be living an overcoming lifestyle because we're focused on things that are of the world. And religion has kept many believers in, like I say, in an immature state to where the only thing we know how to do is step in the door, uh, get saved, and then just stay there and just praise and be thankful about the door and not accept what our Father has given us. If, if Okay, an example, I have a daughter. I've I given my daughter... Uh, a seven bedroom, five bath mansion. And the only thing she does is look at the door and just be thankful about the door every single day for, for the rest of her life. Well, she missed out on the mansion. And and that's because we don't understand that uh, I believe it's in first Timothy where he, he wants all people to be saved and coming to the knowledge of the truth. What's going to help you succeed and live in a life. Um, uh, I should say your lifestyle in faith is knowledge. And then, you know, uh, it's in Hosea, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. What we're missing is knowledge. And, and that's what Octavian was saying. That's why he broke down the Hebrew word going back to the original. So you can get an understanding and have that knowledge so you can use it and apply it to your life. Because it's a lot um, of things that are missing in believers' lives because they just don't know. And so that's what we're here to to, um, to spread truth, to, to give light. And it takes... A person to actually have to humble themselves and say, hey, you know, what they're saying is true because there's so many times we get puffed up and we're saying, well, they don't agree with what my pals are saying. They don't agree with what I've been hearing. But thing is, is that the Holy Spirit is the one who is to um, lead us and guide us into all truth. So it's not about what I'm saying, Octavian saying, but it's about what we're saying in agreement with the Holy Spirit. And so if we're in agreement with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, you know, isn't double minded. It's, it's all, you know, you have the law of truth and you have the spirit of truth. What many people are grabbing onto is just the law and not really understanding the spirit of truth. So they're getting maybe a revelation, but not getting an illumination of what the father is actually trying to do in their lives. And a lot of times um, people need to see that, you know, living as a born again believer, it's all about your life. You know, faith is not about being rich, famous. It's not about, um, you know, having a nice car. It's not about having the the best looking spouse. It's not about um, having all these achievements, you know, that will fade away in the world. That's why it talked about in this scripture. Um, where I talked about the, the rich um, young man where he had those many possessions because I lost my train of thought there quick. Um because oh that's what it was. Those things will fade away. Uh it talks about in there, I believe it's in Mark chapter 10, I think it is, but um having treasures in heaven. That's what we're all about doing. Everything that that, that we do is to build up our treasures in heaven, not to build up our treasures here on earth where they'll fade away. I'm not saying don't have wealth because, you know, a wise man has enough wealth for his children's children. No, we're still to acquire wealth, but it's not the focus of what we do. Money follows me because I have the gift um, that the father has given me and I use it in order to make money. There's no stress, no pressure, no worry. I just practice principles. I, I meditate on his word and I use what he's given me in order to acquire wealth. So it is really about learning his principles, learning his ways and using it in our everyday lives. But we have so many people who govern themselves based off the system, like I said before, that has been given to us.
Question, when I was uh, talking for that long period of time, did I go out any? Nah, you did. Okay, you just went out like one, two, three, four, five, six times. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. But I'll, I'll see if it messed up any. But uh, one word that keeps coming up in me as you, as you talk is offense. And um, since we were talking about, you were talking about the spirit of religion, um, the religious spirit is one of those spirits that will try to get you easily offended, you know, uh, very, very fast, you know. Um, and Yeshua told the people when he came, because of the religious people at that time, that, um, you know, it was all these people in the land that were supposed to be preaching about Elohim and God and uh, what people would call God and, you know, Yeshua coming back and stuff like that. But it seemed like everybody there in that time when Yeshua came, he was he was getting into debates with them, arguing with them. They weren't agreeing with them. And he was having to set these people straight. Um, and it's still like that today. You know, that religious spirit had them offended then and that religious spirit has people offended now. Yeshua can't say he didn't come to bring peace, but he came to bring a sword. Uh, he came to bring division. You know, he came to say brother against brother and and uh, sister against sister, mother against. You know, that's the thing. Say I'm probably messing up how he said it with the family members, but <laughs> he basically said he came to you know divide people because people were gonna get offended. They were gonna hear the truth. You know, um, when truth comes, people get offended, especially when they feel like what they believe and what they're doing is truth. And especially when they don't want to let what they're doing go, you know, you get so happy at times when, you know, there's something that you're worried about if it's wrong or not to do. And then either you figure out it's right and you're like, oh, OK, cool. Or you figure out it's wrong. Then you have a choice. Either I quit doing it or somehow you figure out you're going to justify your wrong. And a lot of people today have figured out that they're going to just have figured out ways to justify their wrong. And when truth comes, you know, uh, as the old folks say, a hit dog always bark, you know. <laughs> so, you know, people um you're easily offended and they don't want to take in what you're saying and stuff like that. And it causes you to separate yourself from the truth that you're uh, willing, wanting to hear. And that's what, you know, death is, period. Death is separating you from life, separating you from the truth, separating you from your um, where you need to be. So um, we need to make sure, like, with the things that we hear, you know, we're not easily offended because the things that me and Derek say, I mean, you know, we we have to die to ourselves so much, you know, that I and I could just speak for me. You know, you, you've had to I've had to die so much to myself of getting rid of all the things that I felt like I believe and I thought was right and I thought was wrong, you know, and I felt like it could be done this way and could be done that way to give all that up for the precepts of Elohim and him telling me exactly this is how you do this and this is how you do that. And I was just telling my wife today when I was growing up, you know, a lot of people grow up in a particular culture and they have a way of doing things, a set of behavior patterns and things like that. Well, when I was growing up, um, yeah, I mean, there was a particular cultural way that people did things, but with you know, a lot of things in the black community, cult, their culture is basically just based off a poverty mindset, things that come from poverty, having a lack of, um, and, you know, I always just didn't like that poverty spirit growing up, so I never really 
took to akin to the things of the culture that was going uh, happening when I was growing up. So when Elohim came into my life, it was fairly easy in a lot of areas for me to transfer over um, my will for his will because I really didn't have that culture so much of this is how we do things and this is the way I behave and this and that and the other. So it wasn't so easily for me to get offended at some things, but there were, you know, uh, particular things and still are particular things that I have to die because as humans, especially being cut off from the father, we're constantly maturing, you know, just like your little kids mature that you raise and stuff all the time, even at uh, older levels, um, you're still maturing in the faith, still, you know, going through that threshold of getting out all that old stuff in you so that the Holy Spirit can replace it with um, the will of the father. Um, because, you know, we know the word says that the Holy Spirit will remind you of everything that uh, the word has said uh, to you. Uh, so that lets us know that we need to be reading a lot of word to uh, make sure that we know how to handle situations because the Holy Spirit will remind us. So um, all that to just say we need to make sure we don't get offended at the stuff that's being said. And, I, and we're not saying this just like people like, yeah, we got all the right answers and this and this. No, we'll, we'll tell you right now, like we're people who are still studying who, you know, are yes. still trying to change, who's still figuring stuff out. I don't know it all, you know, and I, you know, hey, I'm I'm learning just like everybody else is. I'm not I'm not trying to be high and mighty. I ain't trying to be the pastor of nobody's church, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what were you finna say there? No, I was agreeing. I don't know everything. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Um I wasn't trying to cut you off, but yeah, I mean, me and Octavian both are just still learning. Yeah, um, because that's one thing is, especially when I first came to our ministry, uh, I was like, you know, this is going to take a lot to learn. Like, yeah, I grew up in a church, but we were just taught stories. Um, and the doctrine that we were taught, it was, you know, the, the, the mainly the Christian religion doctrine. But when I came to the ministry I'm a part of, well, me and Octavian are part of now, it's totally, you know, it was totally different. So a lot of stuff, like he said, you have to die to yourself. You have to give up your way of thinking. And um, it was hard because I was like, you know, I was taught differently my entire life. Um, but everything that I was learning was lining up with scripture. And then even some of the stuff the Holy Spirit was revealing to me. And then, you know, I'll come to service that uh, that Sunday and then, you know, our shepherd would be teaching on it. And I'm like, man, like, you know, this is truth. Um, And, you know, even in scripture, uh, Luke, Luke or, uh, or Lucas, I think it may be called. But in Lucas says, you know, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life. Such a person cannot be my disciple. And that's what we uh, look to be. We look to be his disciples, to be a scholar of the word. You know, we're here to to uh, press into the kingdom, you know, and I believe in Matthew Yahoo chapter 11, it talks about that. But that's what we want to do. We want to continue to strive to be uh, great as far as, learn, you know, learning in the word and spending time in prison. Prayer is a big one. I know a lot of people try to use knowledge because that's what this world praises. But that, you know, that's the way that the Greeks and, and Romans were, they praised knowledge. And it talks about in, uh, I can't remember. It's in, um, 
I have to find it's either in I think it's in Corinthians where it talks about the Greeks, how they praise not what it, you know, America is an extension of Rome. And that's what, you know, many people today praise is all about education. It's all about knowing. Well, one thing I've noticed is now America has become a, a society where everybody has mental illness. Nobody knows how to cope with life. Suicide rates are up. All of this because nobody was ever taught how to live. We were only given, you know, uh, different facts about the principles that was already here, you know, like learning more about aerodynamics, learning more about um, what's another one, um, learning more about, um, oh, a good one, um, technology. So we're, we're always about advancing. But when it comes to, you know, living a successful life, it's like, you know, America missed it. And, you know, uh, and they say in God we trust and all of that. But this is a country that is truly divided. And you really see that now with our current president It's just it's always a fight between people. And um, that's one thing that, you know, America really failed at. And like people today, there is no communication. Everybody's just kind of doing their own thing. So uh, what we really have to get back to is. Looking at ourselves and seeing, like I tell you, saying, what is it that we have to give up? What is it that we have to, to forge over? Because even myself, like I always say, you know, when I got born again for real, because the first time I can see, you know, I went to the altar and, and confess, <coughs> excuse me, and confessed and said I was born again. Um, I backslid because I was like, I enjoy, um, you know, other things more. And I was like, you know, I want to go to church too, but I really want to, it was like, I wanted to get this out of my system. I was in college while I was still in college and all that, but that's wrong. And that's not the outlook, you know, any of us should have, but that's what's being shown to us because we think that different lifestyles are great. Like we talked about the, the life of celebrities and all that, but it's false. And that's just what, you know, we see in, in the current media. That's why, as Octavian said, we should be spending more time in his presence and more time in the word and getting to know the word so that we can see how we should function as kingdom citizens. You're definitely right, man. But I think we're out of time. Um, thank you guys for joining us uh, again for another episode of the Kingdom Conversations podcast. We thank you so much for listening and we can't wait to hear um, from you next time. Shalom. Shalom.